At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the DC City Cast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers. Monday edition, DC City Cast, presented by our very good friends at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Frank Hanrahan from Beeson. Again, I hope you are surviving this heat. Breaking news it's hot in DC in July. Who knew? I had no idea this was the case. This has totally blindsided me. I never expected it to get really hot in the summer in D.C. I mean, come on, folks. We know what we got ourselves into. This is the summer in the city. And like I said on Friday, I know all about global warming and everything. But I've I've been here since 1973. And every summer, it's just hot. Yeah, and you're going to have your week where it's just really hot as cannonballs. So let's all suck it up, move on, and get ready for Commander's Training Camp, which starts Wednesday. We'll get into the Commander's and the Training Camp. And I already have seen, and look, I'm not trying to put a uh, sour face on anything, but my God, the chumminess of the preseason and training camp it's it's ridiculous. Like I saw a headline, Ron Rivera, optimistic 2022 will be good. Well, of course he's optimistic. Of course he is. It's like so much lipstick on this pig that I, I just want to be like, this team has so much to prove. That should be the headline. Not optimistic about the upcoming season. So we'll get into the commanders. I also want to get into the nationals. Uh, they finally got a win. Hey, nice. On Sunday. Third win in July. Hey, that's great. 
But if you were like me and took uh, the Diamondbacks the first two games, you got a big smile on your face. And tonight they got Los Angeles. So we'll preview that game as well. Wizards could be in, again, the pursuit of another big name. This time a report has the Wizards going or at least being interested in Donovan Mitchell of the Utah Jazz. To which I say that is fantastic. And to which I just say, if they can get him here, that would be fantastic. The guy's really good. Why not? It's been 45 years since you've done anything. You might as well try something different. So we'll get into that as well. Uh, and plenty more on the DC City Cast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. But uh, let's start things off. Oh, the other thing was the XFL is back. <laughs> oh, good. At least we got something else to bet on uh, next year. I guess they'll still be the uh, defenders. Right, the XFL, Washington Defenders, and they'll play at Audi Field. All right, but let's start off with the Nationals. Um, did you see the report today that it's going to take like six future, or no, six current top prospects to be dealt if you want to get the services of Juan Soto, so say the Nationals. So they're playing hardball when it comes to moving their superstar. It was good to see the Nats finally breaking through with a victory yesterday, but I said this uh, last week, and I'll say it again. The move moving forward is to bet against the Nationals like every game. Because not only do you have this Soto deal hanging over their head, they're just not a very good baseball team. And we saw that giving Arizona, who's not a very good baseball team, uh, absolute life and giving them two out of three. And, you know, that's a problem right now with the Nationals. It's like... Whoever plays them has an idea of, hey, we can get two out of three, and that can really spur us on, right? And uh, the Nationals are at the Dodgers tonight, checking out Bet River Sportsbook, and you are going to be just blown away by the line tonight. Are you ready for this? See, this is where it gets a little dicey if you take Los Angeles, because you're going to be sweating it out, my friend. Los Angeles tonight. To win the game is minus 315. 315. I look again, I I I I would say take Los Angeles, but then it is it's such a humongous number that you know it's gonna be a good sweat if you take Los Angeles. It's not gonna be 12 to nothing. It's going to be a three to two mind bender taking you through inception, all that crap. That's that's the brilliance of sports gambling. Like we all know the Nats really have no shot. And that's why the number tonight is minus three fifteen. Pitching matchup, Paolo Espino versus Tony Gonsolin. Espino's 0-3-357 ERA. Uh, he struck out 46. He's walked 12, given up 10 homers. My man, Tony Gonsolin, who, by the way, and I'll be completely honest with you, never heard of him. Did you know that he's 11-0? <laughs> Big right-hander, 6'3", up 205. He's 11-0 with a 2.02 ERA. He struck out 86.84 ERA. A whip, I'm sorry, 0.84 whip. His ERA is 202. I already said that. I've never heard of Tony Gosselin. 
I sort of pay attention to baseball because I like to wager on baseball games. Never heard of him. West Coast bias or East Coast bias, whatever. But that's why now it makes perfect sense why the Nats are plus two. What is it? Two fifty five <laughs> plus two fifty five. At Bedford Sportsbook. Total tonight is only eight and a half. Run line is plus one and a half, plus one seventeen for the Nats, minus one and a half, minus one thirty-nine for the Dodgers. Um, LA is really good. Uh, they are really, really good. They are fantastic. Uh, what are they first in the uh NL West? They got all the goods. They're 64 and 30. They are nine and one in their last 10. They've won eight in a row. So if you want to absolutely hammer the LA Dodgers. I just have, what is it, cold feet? Is that the expression when somebody's about to get married and they say, I have cold feet? I have cold feet on this one just simply because of the risk-reward in this particular wager. Minus 315. Crazier things have happened. We all know this. And that's why if you are going to wager tonight on the Dodgers, just put a little sprinkle on it. 32-65 and 65 for the Nationals. 2-8 and eight in their last 10. Uh, they are f- 15, no, they're 17 and 29 away. That's crazy that they have a better record uh, away from DC. They're 15 and 36, 17 and 29 away. But again, this is a no brainer. You take the LA Dodgers. I just have my, uh, what's the word? I'm just a little, uh, a little uh, hesitant, is the word, because the Dodgers are such a massive favorite at minus 315. But I will say, I did like what my man Victor Robles, or my guy Victor Robles, did yesterday. Did you see that? He put on a clown nose. (laughs) Because the previous night on Saturday, Madison Bumgarner called him a clown for him, I guess, celebrating too much with a home run after the Nats were down 7-1 or something. He hits a homer to make it 7-2, and... He did a little extra something, something, and Bumgarner calls him a clown. So the, in uh, BP before Sunday's game, Robles just wore a little clown nose, which is fine. That's fine. It's cute, whatever. But Davey Martinez, who has bigger fish to fry and bigger things to worry about, was asked about it, and he said, I don't like that. That's not what we're about, what we are about. And I told Victor the same. That, I told him that's the deal. Now, this is where you got to pick your poison and pick your uh, your spots when it comes to being a skipper. Um, <clears throat> that doesn't seem like a very player's coach re- response. Now, how can we use this moving forward? Again, we know the Nats aren't good. We know Juan Soto's on the trade block. And then you have a skipper sort of calling out your own guy, which I thought was sort of funny. It's okay to just say, you know what, that's in-house. We'll just keep it like that. But the fact that Davey had to go out and say, that's not who we are, and I will handle it. Well, my question is when I saw that response is, well, then what are you? You're a losing ball club. You're 30 games under 500. Like, show some life, show some spunk. If you're that pissed off about a guy wearing a clown nose, which I think is kind of funny, then what are we doing here? Did you did you think the same way? It's not a big deal. At least in baseball, you can lighten things up because it's such an old 
Boys Network that I thought that was kind of funny. If you're Skipper Davey Martinez, in my opinion, you sort of say, yeah, you know what? (laughs) I get it. And I talked to Victor about it. But when you say that's not what we are about, my next question was, well, then what are you about? Like, what is this principled Nationals franchise all about? Right? I mean, I think it's a good question. That would have would have been my follow-up. Well, then, maybe somebody did, but... Uh, that would be my follow-up. Well, then, what are you about? Okay, so Martinez says, I didn't see it. I heard about it. I'll talk to him. That's not who we are. It happened. It's done. I don't want to see that kind of stuff. Hmm. Incident started Saturday when Bumgarner took exception to Robles admiring a solo shot that brought the Nats to 7-2. to Clown, Bumgarner said. No shame. It's 7-1. to You hit your third home of the year and you act like you're Barry Bonds breaking a record. Clean it up. I don't care about giving up the run. Hell, we won 7-2 to or 8-2 to or whatever it was. It's frustrating. I'm the gr- old grumpy guy, I know, but that type of stuff didn't used to happen. Well, that's lame. Like, you won the game. Who cares? I'm not sure how the phrase was pointed to Bumgarner about it. Maybe he just brought it up himself. Or maybe it was like, hey, what happened on that homer to to Robles? Because you were so sharp up until that point. In sports, and I'll say this again, I don't understand why we care so much about what the other team is doing. If they're running up the score, they can do whatever they want. If they're hitting homer and they're down 7-1, to we're winning. We're okay with that. So both sides are dumb here, stupid. Who cares? And then for Davey to say, that's not who we are. It's not that bad, bro. And what are you? Explain it to me. That's the most critical Davey Martinez has been of his own team about a guy putting on a clown nose. How about, hey, we got to get our stuff together. We've only won three games in July. We're not about losing in July. Oh, my God, man. Anyway, sorry. It's just, you know, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. And that's to me is something where as a manager, you've got to be careful about what you tell the press because you, he's not going to lose the locker room. I understand that. But I mean, when you're 30 games under 500, you don't want to be the only person who's being criticized by your team for wearing a clown nose about cleaning up your, your team about being competitive. How about that? Oh my God. So anyways, tonight, Nats, not going to win. Take the Dodgers. Sprinkle. They're such a huge favorite, but you get my gist on that. Check them out. Bet Rivers app, Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Um, and, it, God, it's a late it's a late night, right? It's like 10.05 or something like that. Yeah, 10.05, first pitch. From Los Angeles, Dodgers and the uh, – Washington Nationals. Hey, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is serving up some big wins with our new weekly profit boost on all tennis wagers. Visit BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app every Wednesday to receive a 20% profit boost on any tennis wager. And now you can even stream your favorite tennis players right from the Bet Rivers app. Heat up your summer with the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app. It's a whole new ball game presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21 playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1 888 532 3500. 
All right, when we return here on the DC City Cast, presented by our good friends at Bedroom Sportsbook, we will get in to some commanders and their training camp is just around the corner. And look, I demand better. I don't know about you, but this is a new season. But you have to recognize there's so much out there to prove for this franchise. And I want to start previewing Commander's Training Camp. Starts on Wednesday out in Ashburn. We'll get to that. Plus, Kevin Durant to the Celtics, perhaps? And what about Donovan Mitchell to the Wizards? What do you think? We'll discuss. That's next. DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanran from VEASAN. Bet Rivers has your bases covered with early week betting fun. Your baseball bet gets a little extra pop at Bet River Sportsbook every Tuesday. Just log into Bet Rivers and receive a 20% profit boost on a baseball bet every Tuesday during the season. Use it on straight bets, player props, or a same game parlay. You decide. Log on to the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com and get your 20% profit boost today. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth, must be 21. Playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1 Do me a favor, download, subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It is Monday, July. Uh, what day is it? What time is it? Game time, 25th of July. We are two days away from the first practice for the Commanders. They got uh, players reporting tomorrow. It's going to be a sizzler out in Ashburn. We uh, discussed this last week when it was really hot. It still is hot. Will Coach Ron put his team through the paces in the heat or in the, uh, the bubble where it's AC and it's nice and dandy? Or is he going to get an early practice time? They'll probably do early in the morning and practice outside, I'm guessing, and maybe a walkthrough at night. Um, but the tone has to be set early. The tone has to be set early for this team. Now, look, I get it. Coach Ron is now in his third year. He's already set the tone. But he's got a lot of new faces, now new players, lot of new players, and the most important guy on the field is new in Carson Wentz. And how he can command the team is <laughs> going to be extremely important. Now, I don't know if you saw this, but the commander's organization uh, filed a trademark uh, just five days ago or six days, five days ago to have their entertainment team be named Command Force. It's going a little overboard already, right? Command Center is the name what, of their TV show. That's their hashtag, Command Center. Hail to the Commanders. I can't believe they're sticking with that. Uh, it's a little cheesy, a little corny. And I just hope that they can come out and have these brand fresh spanking new practice uniforms that look great. Helmet still stinks. Uniforms still suck. Everything about the Commanders is a terrible nickname. I'll never like it. But as long as those first day practice uniforms look good, I'll be fine. (laughs) Ah, so 
The other thing about training camp starting, and this is one of my big pet peeves, because I've covered teams for years, man. Like, I've done this, done that. But every year, it's this very uh, optimistic point of view taken on by, of course, with a new season, you should be optimistic. But the way that we cover this team right now, today, should be extremely harsh. And I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm not trying to say we can't spotlight and highlight good things. But when there are so few of the good things to get excited about, you must, you must focus in on what can be improved, what needs to be diagnosed, and what has to change in order for this team to be successful. So I was reading, you know, I'm flipping through, I forget, one of the websites, and I literally like did a double take about this headline Ron Rivera is confident in Commanders' growth as third training camp nears. Well, I hope he's confident, but my God, the way that that headline is is written, it's way too soft. Like, my headline would be, uh, Ron Rivera really has to win this year or else... <laughs> Like, help me help you, right? Has to win or else. Look, I get it. It's a big-time job with a big-time responsibility and, oh, by the way, a huge paycheck. And Homeboy was talking about, about, you know, when Dan Snyder's stuff came out, he was saying that ever since he's taken over, things have been different. Well, he's trying to make things different. He didn't make the playoffs his first year. Fought cancer was a great story. Alex Smith came back, great story. Defense was primed and ready to be something special last year. And then they did exactly what we all thought they shouldn't do, and they brought in a veteran over-the-hill quarterback in Ryan Fitzpatrick because they got cocky and they thought – well, our defense is so damn good. We just need somebody to manage the offense, and we'll be fine. And then 17 snaps into the 2022 campaign, it was all over. And then they said, okay, maybe we actually need need a legitimate quarterback, but it's really hard to find a legitimate quarterback, but let's go out and get Carson Wentz, who one time was... An MVP-type candidate, was really good, got hurt. Then he apparently wore out his welcome with Philadelphia, goes to Indianapolis, and he wore out his welcome really fast. So we're going for a reclamation project in Carson Wentz. That's how desperate we are to win right now. Over-under at Bed River Sportsbook wins 7.5. Commanders favored in their first two games, favored in their preseason game. If I'm Coach Ron Rivera, and I know he's sort of, you know, he's old school. He's got a military background, does all that kind of stuff. Going into this training camp, like the tone has to be set. Like, I'm sure it already has been talked about and discussed. 
But when you've been so mediocre for so long, it has to annoy the living buttons out of you. Yes, the living buttons. And how do you creatively and proactively get your team to be prepared, understanding that there are a lot of eyeballs on your franchise for a lot of other things besides the football? Because your owner sucks. So how do you get rid of all that noise and say, guys, you know, last year, disappointment. We got to put on our hard hats, big boy pants, prove a lot of people wrong. Because last time I checked the Bed River Sportsbook, we were long shots to do anything. Let me check it out. Let me give you the updated uh, stats, updated numbers. Just to win the NFC East, bro, not much of a uh, a shot. Plus 500. Cowboys are favored over us. Eagles are favored over us. Giants are behind us. So we're not given much of a shot to win our division. To win the Super Bowl at Bed River Sportsbook. Washington Commanders. Plus $8,000. So again, nobody believes in us. Fan base is shaky. National media doesn't think we are any good. But it doesn't matter. Like, what can we do to come together and make this thing a success? And that's going to be the thing for me from this moment on, starting on Wednesday or starting on Tuesday when the players report. The tone, setting the tone, so basic, so obvious, and yet so important to success. First preseason game, 8-13. They're two-and-a-half-point favorites against Carolina, setting the tone. Can the commanders do that with a new quarterback in Carson Wentz? And here's the other thing. And look, I know this is such minutia, but I've covered teams for so long. And if you're Carson Wentz and you're in a new situation, you do everything that's asked of you. I would tell the PR people, hey, every practice, I will talk. Every session, I will be available to the media to discuss how the practice went. Show that you are a leader. Show that you can get out there. It says a lot to not only your team, but to your fan base. If I'm going to be the guy, I have to handle myself like that. Like, don't shy away. Don't pick and choose spots when you're going to do little certain availabilities and do be the guy. I know maybe you don't think that's such a big deal, but I think I think it is like every practice. I'll do something if they want to talk to me. Let me tell the fans how we're doing. Let me tell the fans how I'm doing. Let me tell the fans how the coaching staff is doing. Let me tell the fans how how commanders training camp is going. Like that should be on him to recognize how big and how important his job is. Right? 
And that's what I would tell to Carson if I was in the coaching staff. Like, bro, you got to be, if you want to lead, do it. Be the guy, okay? So setting the tone will be the most important thing for the Washington Commanders training camp, which starts on Wednesday. All business. Let's see how they do. Let's see how it shakes out. Because there's no time for fun and games. This franchise, this team, this coach, this quarterback, so much to prove. It's a great, it's a great storyline. Can they have not a not a happy ending, but can they have a successful run this year in 2022? That is a question for the commanders. And that's what I'm most fascinated about what happens on Wednesday. And of course, we'll keep track of this. We'll be discussing this as we get set and get closer to the regular season on September 11th. Last time I checked, the Bed River is still favored by three and a half over the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right, straight ahead, DC CityCast. What is this about Donovan Mitchell and the Wizards? We'll discuss next. DC CityCast presented by Bed River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanran from Vizen. DC CityCast rolls on on a Monday. Frank Andran from Visa DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Uh, if you are a betting man, which I hope you are, or betting woman, betting person, the odds of Donovan Mitchell landing with the uh, Washington Wizards still very f- slim. But the simple fact that there is a report out that the Utah Jazz guard could perhaps possibly be uh, in the eyeballs of the Washington Wizards is a good thing. Um, And I've said this many times. Why not try something different? We talked about it last week. Why not try for Kevin Durant with Donovan Mitchell? Why not? Now, I've seen Donovan Mitchell play many times. He's, 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 He's pretty good, bro. Sham Sharani of the Athletic says the Wizards have contacted the Utah Jazz about star guard Donovan Mitchell. Here's what Sharani wrote this morning. Along with New York, several other teams have expressed interest to the Utah Jazz when it comes to Mitchell, such as Washington, Miami, Toronto, Charlotte, Sacramento, and Atlanta, according to sources. Mitchell is a three-time All-Star. He's only 25, so getting him would be a tremendous feat for the Wizards, who could then pair him with Bradley Beal, also a three-time All-Star. Beal and Mitchell would form one of the best offensive duos in the NBA. I can't argue with that. Both technically play the same position at shooting guard, but then they, now Mitchell's more, I mean, Mitchell can handle the point guard spot. Article uh, courtesy of NBC Sports says, acquiring Mitchell would set aside any perceived overlap of focus on the simple fact the Wizards would have two very good players to build around. I mean, all things considered, I, I actually... I would prefer Donovan Mitchell talent-wise over Bradley Beal, but that's just me. They're almost even, Stephen, but I would say I like Donovan Mitchell's game. Uh, This article says, Getting such a deal done would definitely be difficult after the Jazz traded Rudy Gobert to Minnesota. They got a boatload, of course. Four first-round picks and a pick swap. The price for stars has seemingly been subject to inflation. 23, 25, and 27 first-round picks sent to Utah are unprotected, for instance. So if the Wizards are going to make this move to get Donovan Mitchell, they'd, have, they'd obviously have to give up some first-round picks in the future, maybe some current uh, uh, younger players like Avdia, Hachimura, Kispert, you name it. But I think for all of us, 
just bleeding heart Wizards fans. We'll do whatever we got to do to shake things up. And if that's what it's going to take to get a player like Donovan Mitchell, absolutely, you pull the trigger. Because we're tired of the 41 and 43. What? Jeez, I can't even do math. 41 and 41 records. <laughs> they haven't hit 50 in you know in 50 years. So, you know, a player like Donovan Mitchell, you know, stuck in Utah is tough, right? You're not ballyhooed. If he was in a bigger market, I think he would be talked about more. He's a very, very talented player. And a change of senior would would be good for him. I mean, homeboy last year averaged uh, 67 games, averaged 26 points a game, shot 35% from the field, five assists, four boards. Uh, He was like a 13th overall selection, right, Uh, out of Louisville. Don't even remember him in Louisville. 13th overall. What a steal. Huh. (laughs) He averaged 26 a game in 2020. 24 in 2019, 23 in 2018, and he averaged 20 in 2017. Again, he's only 25. Now, this is like Spencer Dinwiddie all over again, where the Wizards thought they could bring in a guy to work with Beal, and he was sort of a bust, and they got rid of him. Not a bust, they just didn't like him, so they shipped him to, to Dallas. But again, I am full on for this move. Make it happen. Sadly, we know that the odds of this taking place aren't that great. But we do admire the fact that the Wizards are trying to get their noses into at least some discussion with some of the top players in the NBA. For so long, it's been Wizards aren't really a destination for any free agents or anybody wants to play there. Now, he's not a free agent. You would trade for him. But start thinking that you're a big market because you are a big market. You're not Indiana. You're not Orlando. You're not San Antonio. You're the sixth biggest media market in the country. And it's time to start getting some big-time players in here to make some things interesting. So I would be all for a Donovan Mitchell trade. And eyebrows raised with the uh, Celtics getting in on the Kevin Durant uh, escapade. You saw that article? Sources. Celtics engage in talks with Brooklyn Nets on possible Kevin Durant deal, sources say. Adrian Wojnarowski's reporting it. Celtics appear, have emerged rather, among teams engaged in talks on a possible deal. Celtics appear no closer to acquiring Durant than others in discussions with the Nets, but Boston's ability to include all-star forward Jalen Brown as a centerpiece and offers does help make the team formidable in, a, in its pursuit. Heat, Suns, Raptors have been well-known to have been varying degrees of interest in Durant, but the Celtics have also been in regular contact with the Nets. So is this a story or not? Is this just something to throw out there? Usually, stories like this, um, there's an end game. It's funny. I was texting with a buddy who who said to me, 
I guess Jason Tatum's off limits. And yes, that is the case. Because to me, Jalen Brown is 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 a pretty good player. He's a, <laughs> like, who would you rather have, Tatum or Brown? Like, that's almost, if you think about it for a second, especially in the playoffs, Brown made more bigger shots than Tatum. Tatum is comes and goes. I Brown seems to be more consistent in big minutes, but apparently he's, Tatum is is off the uh, is not he's untradeable. Boston is able to construct a package for Durant that in, could include Brown and as many as three unprotected first round picks, 25, 27, and twenty nine, and two pick swaps, twenty four and twenty six. Brown is only twenty five. He's got two years left. And $56 million on his current contract. Durant asked for a trade June 30th. Has four years and $198 million left on his contract. <laughs> oh, my God. The money is insane, bro. It's insane. This I don't know how you can do business. How can you how can you work in these offices? And 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 literally. Not bad an eye when you when you look at these deals. It's it's amazing. We're rest of us are just scrapping and clawing to to pay our effing mortgage, and we got this to deal with. <laughs> but here's the deal. Here's my thought. Durant's gonna be he's gonna be moved before the start of the season. There's just too much chatter, too many leaks, too many ages trying to get their stuff out there. Um, for a non-story, this is the top story on ESPN's website. So there's something to this, for sure. So Durant will be moved. Will our guy Juan Soto be moved? I think... I don't think so. By, but no, by, not by the tread deadline. Tread deadline. No. Will he be here in a year? Maybe not. But if a team that is contending, that's the thing. You wait until that trade deadline. If they're 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 so thirsty for a championship, they may pull the trigger and say, "Here, here's our six top draft picks, or six prospects. Take them." Um, so as we inch closer to the trade deadline, then I may change my mind and be like, "You know what? If they can get that, yes, yeah, Soto may be on his way out." Um, so it should be an interesting couple of weeks. So again, just to recap, I'm taking. Again, I'm I'm not taking them hard. A, a light sprinkle on the Dodgers tonight at minus three fifty. Oh my God, such a big number. Uh, total is what eight and a half tonight at Bed Rivers. Nats and the Dodgers. Um. Yeah. I'd go under the total tonight. Nats really have not been able to score any sort of runs whatsoever. Uh, Paolo Espino hasn't been terrible, so we'll go under the eight and a half. We won't do a parlay. We'll just we'll just go uh, Dodgers, and we'll take the under eight and a half at Bet River Sportsbook. Let me make sure that's eight and a half because I don't want to give out the bad information here. Um, come on, scroll, baby. Yeah, eight and a half. So we'll go under eight and a half, and we'll take the Dodgers tonight. Appreciate you checking us out here. Monday edition, DC CityCast, presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Do me a favor, download, subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at jfrankhandrahan, at Bet Rivers, at Live. We will chat with you tomorrow. It's only a day away. See ya.